0: What's happening, everybody? That was my cue to have some music rolling in there, but it's not working. (laughs) You know, it's just one of those things where you practice something before the whole show opens up, and then it just slams the door right in your face. Man, I love it. It's awesome. Anyway, we're so glad you're here. Welcome, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. We appreciate you hanging out with us once again. Uh, My name is Brian Dick, and we've opened the doors once again to the Musician's Cafe. Come on inside. We've got it dimly lit, trying to make sure it seems romantic to everybody. (laughs) we got lots of great food around and a lot of cool things going on some really good specials out there that you can uh that you can try out too for all you you love birds if you want i've got the big man the Cupid sitting right next to me man he's got his uh he's got his toga on with his <laughs> with his bow and arrow and some wings on the back flying around here trying to make everybody fall in love they call him Ryan Copenhaver, Ryan, how you feeling, my brother? I am doing awesome tonight. Thank you. How are, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm feeling great. It's good to good to be here once again, right? My quiver is full of arrows. Is it man? really? Absolutely. <laughs> Dang. Yes. I like your style, brother. I do. I do. You're making everybody fall in love. You know, it's
1: it's a it's a good holiday,
0: right? I mean it. It's one of those ones where a lot of people grumble about it. It's kind of made up or whatever. But, hey, it's always good to remember that you love somebody, right? That's right. I know. Absolutely. I don't know if you recognize that other voice over there. Man, we have got none other than my brother from another mother. We got Pauly Coconut sitting in with us tonight.
1: Pauly, how you feeling, brother? I'm feeling good. I'm Man. feeling happy. I'm feeling fine. Fresh
0: off a trip from fl- right. to good and from Florida. Good to be back. Yeah, we're glad to have you back. Feels better. Yep. Well, I don't know, folks, but there's a lot of talent sitting around this table again, Ryan. But we've got Sheris Swartley with us, and I'm telling you, this—I just heard her play, and it's amazing. It's—it's it's great. Absolutely, Sheris, how are you feeling?
2: I'm feeling really good, having I'm a good really, time. Really you got a big be smile. It's great. <laughs> I
0: love it. Well, we're we're glad that you took time to be here tonight.
2: Thank you for inviting me. Of
0: course, man. We're going to find out everything that's going on with you. You've got individual stuff going on. You've got band stuff going on. You've got a cool story to tell. So we want to make sure we talk about all that tonight for sure. It looks good. Okay, great. In the meantime, everybody, you know our formula here. We've got the the menu, and
3: I've got that in Ryan's hands. And
0: he's going to make his way through it and let us know what's going on.
3: Yes, sir. So, starting off here at the Tally Ho Theater on Friday the 16th, we have Carbon Leaf. Then on Saturday, Strange Love, which is a Depeche Mode tribute. Yeah, right? man, that sounds fun. And then I know we touched on this last week at Hollywood Casino on Friday is Testament.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, all really you heavy metal show. guys, man, make your,
3: make your way out there. There's still t- tickets available for that show, so. Excellent. Um, yeah. Uh, Bear Chase Brewery uh, tomorrow, or I'm sorry, Thursday night is Scott Kurt. On Friday is Mark Dunn. Uh, Saturday is Pete Lapp and David Goodrum. Yeah. And then on uh, Sunday the 18th is Josh Souter. So, That's cool. Nice lineup there for Bear Chase. Sheriff, uh, have you played up there yet?
2: I have not. Where, where is uh, it? Bear Chase
0: up on the mountain up there uh, on Route mm-hmm. 7 in Loudoun County. It's a big brewery they have up there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it should be perfect. You would right. be perfect. Would we got to make sure we get your name out there okay. for that show. Anyway, right. sorry. Go ahead, Ryan.
3: All good. Box Office Brewery up next. Uh, Friday is Chad C. in Timber Ridge. Yeah. And then on uh, the 17th is Robbie Lyman. Yeah. Friend uh, of the show. On Q Sports Bar on Thursday is Karaoke. So changing it up a little bit, yeah. Some of our out of towners, Ryan, if you notice,
0: there, um they're later in the weeks getting posted what they're having, and that, that's okay. It's going to have everybody have to check out their Facebook page or website or whatever. But um, if they would get it out sooner, we could get it on the menu quicker. <laughs> I don't know why they're doing the that. Count. All of a sudden, they're not like they're not posted anything until like right Friday. So I don't know if it's indecision on who they're getting or. <laughs> Or whatever, but we want to we want to help them here. Same way with Troubadour and same way with uh, with some of the others too. So yeah, Uh,
3: Piccadilly Public House uh, Friday is Famous Last Words, and then on Saturday the seventeenth is Misha Heron. Yeah, I hope uh, I said that right.
0: So Famous Last Words is cool, man. That that's uh, that's you know they're friends of the show. Um, Looking forward to you know to to getting out and seeing them. I'm gonna try to make a dinner to see them if I can. It's a busy weekend this weekend, but uh, God, they support us so well and. So we got to make sure that we give a shout-out to them. And then also, uh, Misha Heron also came on the show, too, so we've had her on. So my goodness, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, Also, I was down at Piccadilly on Friday night. No, Saturday night. When did I see you? Saturday Saturday night. night, Yeah, we went down and saw Jimmy Lee, which was really cool. Jimmy's a good friend of the show, great guy. Hadn't seen him in a while. Jimmy hadn't missed a beat, man. He's great. um he just he was entertaining everybody down there so it was a good time we had a great good time deal. with him yeah yeah
3: all right so uh continuing on here at the backseat event center on saturday is the iron maidens with elizabeth's furnace uh, yeah bra- i've got tickets to that by the way excellent yeah i'm looking uh, forward to that Bright Box Theater on Friday is a 90s rock fest, so we have Loungefly, Fly, which is a Stone Temple Pilots tribute band, and then Evil Empire, which is a Rage Against the Machine tribute band. Yeah, man. That sounds good. So, cool. of Yeah,
4: wow. I can, I can yeah. get Those down with some rage for sure. I have listened yep. to yep.
3: much earlier in my- Heavy stuff there. <laughs> it is awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Blue Fox Bar and Grill uh, on the 16th is Demise, Amanita, Accident and orinda i apologize if i mispronounce yeah of those, I some
0: of a little different that's for sure yeah uh
3: and then granny is on saturday is surefire uh paladin on friday is justin b yeah and then at uh, p2 on friday is zach townsend yeah y- that wraps up the menu
0: yeah i should say that we were talking a while ago about famous last words i mean it's maria and chris for flying out crying out loud sorry about that yeah. guys i should have gave your names out i don't to glance right over that but yeah you got to definitely go out and see them and uh They are busy. Man, you check out their their, uh, schedule. They are definitely two busy cats out there doing it. So, And Mission Road, Pauly, is busy this weekend, too. What's going on with you guys?
1: Mission Road, they've got a live event Thursday night. They're doing a uh, at 8 p.m. on Facebook, Facebook Live. So uh, check that out. Oh, that'll be cool, yeah. Yeah. Uh, They're going to be talking about the music of the 40s and uh, probably playing a little bit, too. That'll be the duo. That'll be uh, Elliot and Christina. Yeah. And um, we have the... uh, uh, there's going to be a uh, something on something called Paul Mash TV. It's a uh, live uh, podcast thing at 3 p.m. Uh, on Thursday. So they're 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 uh, they're busy too. And also we got the album out. They're going to be doing some. Uh, they do some um, live uh, uh, stuff. I sent you last week. The um, yeah to think what it, uh, you know, like kind of like a songwriter kind of thing. Talk right. a bit about the song, play the song. They did that for the new single uh, last week. And uh, let's see here. They have. Um, Open mic uh, they're hosting uh, seven uh, seven and nine thirty at the barn of Harper's Ferry. Uh, that's this coming Sunday. So I forget off the top of my head what date that is, but Sunday night uh, we will be there.
3: Wow, that's cool.
1: And you How said does that one start? Oh, sorry oh,
3: about, about that. that. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Seven, eight,
1: seven and nine thirty. Seven and nine thirty. Yeah. yeah, I went to that one. You were taking
3: copious cam. notes. I like that.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> good. Good
0: yeah. for you. Yep. Yeah, we get shares out there. It'd be great. Yeah. Nope. Um, Bolly, the cool thing about it is you sent me a link the other day for Roadkill. Yeah. That was just I love that. <laughs> that was so great. And you're so good at pulling that off, man. Uh, I thank mean, you very I much. mean it, how could you not yeah. stand there and be like I, mesmerized with what you're doing up there it's great i tell you what, what audience participation and everything
1: I, I have a good time when i play i have a good time and sometimes you'll hear me laughing at my own songs during the songs yeah seeing the, some of the reaction but that one there the roadkill never i mean i close with that never fails to have a great but reaction <laughs> everybody
0: out there check it out man By that it is time, so cool everybody has a
1: yeah just yeah <laughs> youtube.com slash poly one word just Enjoy that. Have yeah, fun with it. I uh, highly recommend that. All my yeah. original materials out there. Roadkill is just a, <laughs> <it's> a neat <nice laughs> sound. I really enjoyed
0: it. I, I hadn't heard you do that before, and, and I was really surprised and pleasantly as well. It was great. Oh, thank you. I loved thank it, you. yeah. I got to make sure I ran into uh, Lawrence today, as a matter of fact, from Shag. Um, just randomly ran into him. It was kind of cool. But uh, he reminded me, and I wanted to make sure I told him, on February 17th, from one to four, the guys from Shagger could be at Vanish Brewery down in Leesburg. Um, so make sure you stop out and see Mark, Mark. I want to call you Mark. Isn't that awful? Mark and Lawrence. Make sure you stop out and see them. Uh, they're going to be at Vanish, and that'll be really cool, too. So you can definitely check them out. Lots going on, Ryan, man. Lots Sounds going on. It's great to see. Holy smokes, man. And I'm looking forward to that show. Elizabeth Furness is actually opening up. I think you made a. I did. Yes. Uh, a note of that. So I'm going to try to get out and see yeah. Billy. And we, we made rings <laughs> with TLD. Billy's going to bring his other band on the show down the road. Um, the Bridge, which is a Led Zeppelin tribute band, and I'm looking forward to that, too, so it'll be fun. Um, until we get to sheriffs, man. all I got is that trivia question. You guys down uh, for that?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go.
0: All right, we can do that. All right, so this is kind of a fun one, too. It's hard, um, but everybody says, you know, they're, they're, I need to make them hard, I need to make them easy, but I'm going to make a hard <laughs> one here. So according to Rolling Stone magazine, okay, not, not uh, anything else, not Billboard or anything else, but according to Rolling Stone magazine, what is their choice? For the number one album of all time, wow! And this—I'm going to be honest with you—you're going to be surprised. Um, it's a great album, no doubt about it. It was surprised me as the choice—the one that uh, I looked at an, a Rolling Stone, um, a Rolling Stone poll from about 12 years ago—and it was a different number one at that time that they had picked. So that tells Change. you how you know it's—it's it's subjective, as we all know.
4: Each
2: year, hmm. I wonder if they re up.
0: They do. New people come in. They, You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. at that time, uh, Sergeant Peppers was actually their number one of all mm-hmm. time. And that's a great choice. Mm-hmm. Right now, on the new list, Sergeant Peppers is 24. That wow. tells you how big, big wow. it is. a big job. But anyway, uh, I don't know if anybody has a guess.
2: So of all time? Of
0: all time. I
2: don't know and, why, but uh, Dark Side of the Moon. That's a
0: great pick. That's a great pick. Mm-hmm. It's not the correct one, though, yeah. Sheriff's. But it's, it's a very, very good uh, that's probably along the line I would have gone. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna take a swing at Thriller. Oh,
0: that's cool. that's actually in the top ten. Okay. That's mm-hmm. uh, number seven according to the new poll. Right. Um and that's another one that comes to mind quickly. You know, these big huge albums. You gotta guess there, Ryan?
3: Pauly stole mine, but I'm <laughs> He's scrambling
2: for a second. <laughs> it's
3: not the Spice Girls, dude, I'm telling <laughs> you. <laughs> And I'm definitely not going to say Taylor Swift, so I need to marinate a little bit. we'll let you marinate
0: a little bit,
1: and we'll come back to it
3: for sure.
0: When I say it, everybody's going to go, oh, yeah, okay. But anyway, yeah, we'll let let that stew for a while. I'd
1: say I read Ryan's mind, but I can't read, so there's not
0: much Uh, up there anyway. That's (laughs) very cool.
1: Well, once again, everybody, we've got Sheris
0: Swartley with us, and we're so happy to have you, Sheris. And you know, this is start about how's it, what's it like right now to be you? How fun is that? Tell us about that.
2: <laughs> well, um, this week um, I have a real fresh new thing happening in my life and that's exciting. I started a new job. Oh, nice. Good uh, for you. I'm working in a music setting. So that makes me really happy because I'm around musicians and um, I'm, I am going to be, well, I am now. It started. I'm a lesson coordinator at the Ellsworth Music supply in over in ranson yeah, okay. yeah. So, and so um I've taught lessons guitar lessons for many years to children and I've worked in schools as a music teacher but this is a new role where I'm you know co- helping coordinate lessons and teachers and you know just the details but it's really fun to be a part of a new community a new musical community gotcha that's so great. I'm feeling really good being Very me. cool <laughs> that is great yeah, yeah
0: that's great it's and exciting. it's brand new job brand new job. really
2: yeah so it's Very fun nice. to, to start something new. I've been a music teacher for the last nineteen years, and in elementary, oh. and um, I just was ready for something totally different and still musical, but in a different way. You know, I also was a um, like after school enrichment coordinator at one school, so I did this sort of thing where you know matching teachers with students and having new and different educational opportunities for children in a musical right, way. So right. I'm excited to be doing that part again.
3: Fantastic. How how did everything get started for you on the music side of things? Were your parents musically inclined? I mean, I just would yeah. love to hear that backstory.
2: story. Okay. Um, well, my mom was a Girl Scout leader, a teacher of leaders. Like, she went from Brownie all the way. So she always sang, like, every song in the universe my mom knows. And to this day, and, and she was a nursery school teacher, so... She always, you know, every holiday she had a song, like she always has a song in her pocket or she'll make one up if she doesn't have one. <laughs> yeah, right, she'll yeah. make it up. So I would say she was a big influence as far as the songwriting, like just letting ideas and words kind of flow out with tunes. That was normal. Um, but my, my father wasn't very musically inclined. So I guess I'd attribute to her, but really my big sister started learning guitar when I was about five, four or five. And she would have, she... I give her credit for <coughs> training my ear for harmony, because okay. she would like play her guitar and sing the melody, or or harmony, whichever. She would teach me the other one, okay. and we would experiment with our voices, and it just gave me an ear for that for that harmony. And that's really my true in my heart. My voice is my primary instrument. I play guitar and bass, but I feel like what I can do with my voice yeah. is 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 limitless. It's really fun to explore. Especially when I'm in a recording studio and I can layer over myself. I like hear a new idea and then I hear another one and like the harmonies just open up for me in my head. I can hear it and I can make it happen with my voice. I gotcha. That's my
0: fun so while you were learning to do that with your sister and everything, were you, were you picking up an instrument then, too? Did that start no, early as well? No, I didn't
2: start. So I would always sing and make up songs, but I didn't really start playing until I was about, I guess, 9 or 10. I learned to play guitar, and I started writing right away. I just was inspired. I had an instrument to sing along with, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I remember writing a song pretty shortly after I really felt like I could play. A right. few chords, you know. That's I was great. just That's like great. hit the road. Yeah. But um, I didn't actually start <laughs> a band or join a band until I was twenty-five. Okay. So there was a big gap there where I did all sorts of other things, and um, my best friend had I had met in high school um, when we were fourteen. We <laughs> met, and we both were already self-identified as songwriters. Nice. And we both had already like seen our life ahead. That was where we were going with our, you know, our hearts wanted to be Mm. performers and singers and songwriters. So we teamed up at 14 Wow. and we sang, and we kind of, not to sing my own praises, but we kind of sat, we can sound like the Indigo Girls, like intricate harmonies that really soar together. Our voices complement each other. And so her name's Rebecca Copeland. And um, to this day, we're best of friends, and we sing. I spoke to her today, told her about the oh, show. And, um, we are still a duet, and we've had several bands together over the years. But let me rewind. So she had started a band, and then I stepped into that, um, and then we we soared from there. So we started, our first band was called...
0: Oh, cool. And it was an
2: all-female rock band.
0: There you go. I was wondering about that. We were
2: in Santa Cruz. Uh, We were all college students in Santa Cruz. And I had some friends in Hawaii. And I had been there and Rebecca had been there. So we just decided, hey, let's go tour in Hawaii. (laughs) Why not, right? (laughs) And I called my girlfriend up. She was from New York. And she knew how to sell an artist. She was like, she is awesome. Robina Leonardi and she got us booked like 5 nights a week before we got there. Wow. She just went out fantastic. with her little picture and a yep. promo kit and was like, "You are making a mistake if you don't book these girls." <laughs> la, 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 la. So we we showed up. We were country bumpkins. Rebecca and I had been to Hawaii before, but our other two players had never ever been out of the state, even the region one of them. And and they we we just picked up, we loaded up all our gear on a ship and shipped it over and we just showed up we didn't have um much of a plan besides five nights a week work wow and everything just fell in our laps we met this i don't even remember exactly where but it was the first day or two we met this guy who had a band who was just about to move out of his house and the neighborhood had been used to his band rehearsing there so we knew we could rehearse (laughs) in the living room and like it was perfect and then we found this van and so we had wheels and Next thing you know, we, we were just doing it full-time. Wow. Musicians like jumped in and did it for a year. And I'm proud to say I, I lived off of music full-time for a year and supported my, my guy at the time. So um, that was a really big accomplishment Dang, a wonderful on. adventure. Yes, yes, awesome. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We were initially on the Big Island, and then we went on to Oahu, too, and we played there for, for several more months wow. all around. So all-female rock band called Kashmir. <laughs> So that was really fun. I
3: guarantee you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So kind of to step back real quick, sheriff Did mm-hmm. when you're when you new sister were working on harmonies way mm-hmm. back when did mm-hmm. she did she teach you how to play guitar? Did you teach yourself?
2: I learned when I w- no later. I okay. didn't learn from my sister. I just learned the singing part really gotcha. from her. And okay. then when I was like 10, I learned from a different teacher. Very John cool. Giuliano taught John me. John Giuliano. Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: No. All right. <laughs> Well you were born in Philadelphia, right? I was. Did college take you to the West Coast or did was there other things?
2: Um well it was a variety, a variety of things. Variety of things, gotcha. Yeah. Actually yep. my sister moved there first and I followed her out. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm very close what to that. What
0: courage that must have taken, Sherris. I mean, you know, you're you're teenage, late teens, twenty, whatever it may have been, but you're already moving out to the west coast and then on top of that you're jumping on a ship and going to Hawaii to play mm-hmm. places that you've never been before. You are not even. Yeah, I mean, was there ever a moment you're kind of like, "Oh my gosh, what is happening here?"
2: You know what? I am an adventurous soul. <laughs>
0: okay, you must be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm very sorry about that, Mike.
2: If I do say so, I feel like I'm I'm brave and I, I love adventure. You know, I traveled a lot with my family as a child from seven. I was in Europe at seven, and so I got a lot of experience. And I always felt just like. Yeah, it's just the next step on the trail. Yeah. You know? So I, yeah. I didn't I mean it was fun and exciting. Yeah, I can't believe we're doing this <laughs> sort of stuff. Yeah. But I it was what I wanted to do. It right. it wasn't like yeah, you know, I didn't feel out of sorts about it, if that makes That's sense. Very brave. Yeah. Very,
0: very, very, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. What sort I know
2: of a, it's what I'm supposed to do. I just feel like every time <laughs> yeah. I sing, I'm like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do.
0: One of these days, I'll have that feeling, too. I, I just <laughs> had to have it happen. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out. What, what sort of early influences did you have? Did you Were there certain musicians that you connected with early? What yes, was that all about?
2: Absolutely. I remember my very first concert and was Carol King. Oh, nice! Yeah, I was, five. Yes. Yes. I was five Wow! And I remember. I was just like, wow. That was
0: right around Tapestry then. maybe? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, All right. I
2: saw her in Philadelphia in a big theater. It was crazy. And then um, Joni Mitchell okay. was a big influence yeah. also. Um, the The Beatles. Okay. And mm-hmm. I love Stevie Wonder. I love funk. I love you know rock. Yeah. But I also love vo- female vocalists. You know, and just that that I listen to the lyrics, I tune in. Like, I love the music, too. Um, So many bands. I mean, I could go on classic rock, I love. But um, I would say definitely Joni Mitchell and Carole King and the Beatles were initial big influences on me.
1: Rock solid, all yep. three of them. Yep. Great well, we quality. The, I mean, Right. As far as female uh, you know, singers, songwriters, yeah. top two right yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Really That's love very them. cool.
2: Mm-hmm. I love Dolly, too. <laughs> I love Dolly. <laughs> you Barber. can't help but love Dolly. You've got to love delivio. Dolly. You have That's to love Dolly. Yeah. always <laughs> love Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So it sounds like, if I heard you correctly, Shares, that you started kind of composing lyrics at a young age. How yeah. How does that process work for you? Does it kind of come to you? Overnight, is it something that just kind of marinades for a while yeah. and you constantly write like a verse or two? I'm just I'm curious of how your style is.
2: Yeah, it's fascinating. I've been asked uh, uh, that question. I think everyone's sort of intrigued with mm-hmm. how do you create, how does that spark yeah. lead you to this product, right? Yep. And um, for me, it's been a few different ways. You know, um, I love to write. So sometimes it'll start with just like I'm writing a poem and I don't intend it to be a song. I'm just sort of words or just writing. And next thing you know, I, I kind of hear a tune creeping in and like, oh, and then it's I start sort of writing it like in verse, like there's lines, it's four lines and then it's four more. And next thing you know, it's a song. Yeah. So that's it's happened where it starts with the words and then the music comes. It's also happened where... I'm just playing around on my guitar, and I like find this cool chord, and I'm like, "Ooh, I like that (laughs) chord." Well, let me find another one that goes with that, and then I like kind of play it over and over, and it's suddenly it's a tune, and it and then the words come. So sometimes it starts with the music, and then you know the words.
1: I'm seeing lots of notebooks and pieces of paper in your pockets and all that kind of thing. (laughs)
2: Oh my goodness! I've been going through my boxes; I have so many journals, and I always like write songs in the back of my journals, and yeah. then I forget about them. <laughs> and I've been like, going like like I'm harvesting, like I'm digging through the back of my journals lately and finding all sorts of old new sure. songs, which yeah. is really exciting to discover, rediscover.
3: How many original songs do you have in, in your catalog, would you say?
2: Oh, my goodness. I don't know. That's a really good question. I should figure that out. Um, recorded, officially recorded, I have five... Um, self-produced CDs that I've made. Nice. Yeah.
1: Very nice. Good for you. Nice.
2: Thank you. Um, One um, is half Rebecca's songs and half mine. Six were hers, six were mine. That was from Kashmir, the first band. Okay. And and then we, uh, let's see, I've made some, some on my own as well. And I've recently, as you mentioned in the beginning, I have a band, I don't know if I should stick with the timeline or jump ahead. It's all good. (laughs) It don't matter, we're
4: good. I have a (laughs)
2: band. So I play solo, um, and I've made solo CDs, those ones I mentioned, but I also um, play in a band with my partner, Steve Burr, and we have a band called Raising River Band. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, we recorded a whole full CD that we haven't quite released, but it is complete. So I'm in the learning how to release phase right now, which is I got a little stuck in, but I'm about to launch any second here. And um, so that's that's my thing yeah. lately is Raising River Band. And Very cool. So Very with nice. that, we have also some of the songs are Steve's and some are mine, but that's going to be a new album coming out.
3: Fantastic.
0: I'm going to tiptoe around yeah. dating anything, but uh, Cashmere was... Late eighties, mm-hmm. somewhere around yeah. there. All right, 90s. you're in th- this thing for a minute see if you can remember this. You're in Hawaii on a Friday night with your girl band, Cashmere. Um, Cashmere. Yeah, Kashmir. 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 yeah I'm, imagine you're headlining. Yeah, if there's any oh, sort yeah. of you know.
2: We rocked it.
0: Do you remember <laughs> what you were paid? Like, do you have oh, a guess? gosh.
2: I don't know. You know, it might. It was probably like three or four hundred. Yeah. It's about yeah. what we get now. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to different. say it. It hasn't it's not yeah. much different.
0: No, nah, no. Nah, that that's was a true.
2: long time ago.
0: That's true. Sad. So many things. And that have was affected Hawaii. That. Like yeah.
2: like you know, Honolulu and stuff. We were playing all over, big venues.
0: And so. it was mostly classic
2: rock and things like oh, that. Yeah. Classic yeah. rock. But I remember people would come and they'd come up to talk to us on the break and we' like, "Oh, we just came to see how bad you sucked." Oh. <laughs> and you're you're actually pretty good. And I'd be like, <laughs> Think that was a compliment. Thanks.
0: <laughs> like a backhanded <laughs> like, one, right? Yeah. Like,
2: wow, you are—you guys actually are really good. They're like, well, thank you. Sorry, you're surprised, but thank you. So,
0: is there—is there ever a chance for a reunited band of of oh, Kashmir? I, would, I
2: would love. Wouldn't to it be do fun? Me. Right? We are all still good friends, and um, we've talked about it. Yeah. But. Oh, three are in California still. Yeah. So it would have to be when I go out there, go to them, right. you know, but I would do it. I would totally do it.
3: That's cool. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'll let you know if we get yeah. this together.
3: So, with your, with your solo stuff, Cheris, and then what you do with Steve, is there, and no offense to Steve, is there one that you prefer to do? Do you prefer to play solo? Do you prefer to play with Steve, like when you're doing concerts?
2: Oh. I like to open for the band. That there way I go. get there the best go. of yeah. both That's worlds. A good idea. Yep. Yeah. And I get to good play answer. some songs that I don't play with the band. So people get to see sort of a different side of me. Mm-hmm. And then I get to go and jump up and, and lead and we kinda lead together. We both sing lead mm-hmm. and we harmonize off each other. Yeah. So uh, same like with Rebecca. We'll you know, we'll both we'll kinda of, depending whose song it is, they'll lead and the other'll harmonize, but do you yeah. play
1: with uh, River's Edge, uh, d- instrument, bass, guitar? Oh, I play guitar. Guitar, okay. Right.
2: Yeah, guitar is my primary instrument. Okay. Um, I used to play a little bass mm-hmm. in Kashmir. I remember and- you
1: m- you mentioned that. I was wondering if yeah. that was
2: a continuing thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. And please give a shout-out to Steve. I know he yep. was supposed to be with us yes. tonight. But
2: yes, he's sorry he couldn't make it. Okay, yeah. he said to say hello. And we'll
0: we, reschedule another one down the road and okay. Steve can make that yeah, one. That's absolutely. Sure. He
2: is mm-hmm. an awesome singer-songwriter. He also plays bass guitar and drums. Nice. He's a multi-instrumentalist. And he also plays bass with... Joe Bourgeois. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. And okay. He is yep. a little wing. <laughs> or little right? Little Buffalo wing. <laughs> I think I did a little yeah, buffalo wing. Right, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Steve is much taller than me, but he's a little wing. <laughs> he's, I, I, and he's I a fucking bass player. Last
1: month over at the Elks Club. He came in. Tall guy, gray beard.
2: Big beard, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. I he played drums and he played a little bit of bass. And yeah. Yes, that's Steve. Yes. You can't miss world. him once you meet him. No, I know, it's like... and
2: he's like so. It makes friends with everybody, and he's so talented. He's got a great voice and yeah. a lot of skill. It's fun to play with him.
0: I have to talk about your recent profession, being a elementary school yes. music teacher. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of folks out there that are friends of mine that listen to the show. Um, there's people you know that I know personally that that. Effect of an elementary school music teacher is really—it's deep. There, you—you you start creative minds there, mm. uh, and I'm sure you saw a lot of that. Did you not? I mean, did you see people absorb what you were putting out and sort of maybe even take off? Did you see students go on and do things? Actually you did. did.
2: Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It has
0: to be. Mm-hmm. How rewarding is that?
2: It's wonderful. I can think of, just by you saying that, I think of several little students who I kind of saw grow um, in different ways. At at this, one of the schools I worked at, at, as in my musician life, I hosted open mics for many years mm-hmm. in all different kinds of venues. And so in my work life, I proposed to my boss, hey, what do you say I do an open mic with the kids, right? Yeah. I was already very comfortable emceeing and setting up the equipment and, you know, it was like no big deal for me at all, and for the kids, it was so big. Yeah, and they would work and towards it and plan and and practice. I'd give them a chance to like do a little mini show in in class time, so they'd be prepared to have a small audience, and then work up to the big audience. And we worked on performance skills and. And then once they did it, and they had that, you know, taste the performance, <laughs> the performance tea, right, or sugar, whatever treat. They were like, "Oh, I want to do it again." And then they would come up with new types of acts. Oh, I want to do a skit this time, or I'm going to show this other talent. So I always encouraged. It's a talent show, right? It's mm-hmm. a your, it's a it's a venue, it's a it's a platform, whatever, a place to bring your talent and share it, and. And it just really took off, and it yeah. was a great way for them to form. Um, that you don't always, kids don't always get that opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I liked being able to be a catalyst for that, and then and, and watch them get better and grow. And you yeah. know, and also I taught guitar at the time, so sometimes it was my own students performing, or I would back them up, and they would sing, or you know, and so even Steve came in one time, and he and I backed up our daughter, and she sang. <laughs> And did a thing. Ah. So it's fun. It was really fun to do that with children.
0: That is. I don't know if he's too bashful to say it or not, but Ryan's mother actually was also a a choral teacher Mm -hmm. in my middle school. And I owe a lot of of things of my own account to her because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, she I was a band member. But I was a drummer, and then she came to me, and she's like, how would you like to play with the choir a little bit? Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I'd ever played in a setting where I'm actually performing in front of a in-house crowd. Like our band, we played, you know, marched and you know that kind of thing. Right. You pass by people playing. right?
4: But it's these different. are people
0: that are literally watching you, and your mother gave me that opportunity. I'll never forget yeah. that. You'll forget mm-hmm. that. That was an amazing thing. People that I know personally, they're, they're elementary school and high school band directors. Still very important to them in their lives, so oh, thank yeah. you for that.
2: Yep. Once you do it, then you have the confidence to do it again, yeah. And that's that's the beauty of it. Because when, as a, an adult, in all the other open mics I led, I would watch the same thing, these people little, you know, come in with a guitar case and just sit and watch for the first week. And then the second <laughs> week come back. Oh, no, I'm just I'm just watching. I'm just here, you know. And then maybe the third week they'd be like, OK, I'll write my name on the list. And, <laughs> you know, and by whatever, a couple of months, they'd be making friends yep. and playing with others. And next thing you know, they have their own band. Yeah, and I would Watch yeah. that grow with adults and children. It's just such a blessing and fun to see people I can, blossom.
3: I can understand that. Yep. Yeah. So. Tell us how you met Joseph Bourgeois, because yeah. he he was a fantastic <laughs> guest for us, and we're very thankful that he recommended oh, you joining our show. You. So I'm I'm just curious how that dynamic sure. happened.
2: It's a funny story. Great. You got a little time? <laughs> yeah, yes. we like it. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be silly, but my cat was sick. <laughs> I know, very weird, right? And We needed a bass player desperately. We had booked a gig, but we didn't have a bass player. And I'll get back to that and tell you why in a minute. Um, So I brought my cat to the vet and I just asked the tech, the gal who was, you know, just taking her whatever, checking her out before the doctor came in, Do you happen to know a bass player? Like I was (laughs) asking everybody I knew. I'm like, Oh, that's current. She's like, Well, my boyfriend plays guitar. I'm not sure if he plays bass. And I was like, okay, well, give him my number. <laughs> like, that's it. close <laughs> enough, right? So I gave him my card and and he called and he came over and it was Joe. And he sat in and he filled in for us for um, as a bass player for our show that we had like that Friday night. Oh, wow. Cool. So he just was so fast. He picked it all up and he liked it and he was rocking it. And we had a show at, um, at Angels in Inwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, so that it was it was sort of trial by fire. I, I literally didn't even know him. And he <laughs> came to my house. We rehearsed once and he rocked my show. That's so cool. So that was how I met Joe. But then Joe said, Well, <clears> hey, you know, I kind of need a bass player in my band. So Steve said, Well, I'll play bass in your band if you'll play bass in my band. <laughs> so that's how we got to knowing Joe.
3: Awesome. Nice. Great story. Thank you for sharing that. Because, yeah. like yeah. I said, he and he sounded fantastic too. It was just, it was very. Yeah. Very nice guest.
2: He's amazingly talented. Yes. Really, really great guy. I'm so glad we met him. Awesome. So we're we're hoping that he will keep playing with us. Um, can I explain about the bass player thing? Please else? do. Yes, sure. absolutely. So this isn't a so great part, but there's a good side and a bad side to everything in life, right? Um, there was a so we I want to talk about Raising River Band for a minute. Yeah, yeah. So we played um, in New Jersey for. I, I don't even know, maybe six years, seven years we've okay. been together. And um, we had a fiddle. Um, Kevin McAndrews played fiddle. We had Heidi Winsinger on vocals, and she did some percussion and guitar. Also amazing singer-songwriter. I had a duet with her in New Jersey for many years. Okay. Um, we have Chris Martin, who's a, who was our bass player. Um, and then Steve and I, of course. And then we have uh, Dave Cram, who plays a lap steel.
4: Nice. Metal steel. Okay. He's nice.
2: amazingly talented with that. And Brian Rausch, who plays banjo and mandolin. Okay. So that was the band, pretty big band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyway, um, some unfortunate things happened. There was a death in the family, um, in one family, and there, then. A lot of changes. Changes happen in life. Yeah. Right. Um, but Chris actually had a really terrible fall. He was cleaning the gutters on his house mm. and he fell and he hit his head and he had a terrible brain injury. Oh, no. And he's still recovering. He's he's OK. He's getting better, but he's not quite ready to play bass with us yet. Understood. Yeah. So that's kind of why we had to get Joe to fill in. Understood. Okay. So we're in a bit of a transition where we're looking. We Once we played with Joe, we're like, we want you to play <laughs> Slide because you're an amazing guitar player. Yeah. he's a great, awesome bass player, too. But we're still looking for bass players, what I'm getting at. So I would love to announce in this setting. Yeah. Calling please all do. bass players. Please call me. We would really love to find someone who grooves our music and would like to to sort of fill in of sorts right. until Chris is ready to join us again, Very which nice. might be some time yet. It is pretty
3: amazing because we talk about all the time, like, if you can play bass, you can always find a band. Oh, to play in.
2: everybody needs a bass player, yes. right? So are you raising your me. hand? Do you play bass?
1: I, I I play bass with Mission Road. I'm,
2: okay, you're yeah. busy. <laughs> that's am thing, I'm a lot of times taken. people are taken already.
0: Oh, darn it. Yeah, the words of I, I, Boo I, Snyder, yeah. you can always find a job. That's right. Exactly yeah, that's right. right.
1: Yeah. Hey, Boo Snyder, there you Yeah, go. there yeah.
0: you are. Yeah, Boo Snyder would be what?
4: Boo
1: Snyder, okay. Yeah, yeah
0: write, write it down. Yeah. B o o.
1: B
2: o o. S n.
0: I D E
1: R. Okay.
2: Yep, that's
0: it. And he's um, you can find him online. Okay, yeah. great.
2: Thank you. Also, um, we're looking for a, a fiddle player okay. um, and a singer, if possible, in the same body. Like a, a singer-fiddle player? <laughs>
0: we have a very solid audience in that genre. Wonderful. So I'm yep. sure so, that somebody will hear this.
2: Calling all fiddle players. <laughs> please call me. Yeah, seriously. Because we really are, you know, we moved down here about a year and a half ago from New Jersey. And we were up there for about 20 years. I met Steve up there. Nice, okay. And um, he came to my open mic. That's how we met, was wow. through music. I
0: was going to ask you that. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And
2: then um, we just kept, Playing together, next thing you know, we're like, we should start a band. All because we had this great group of people who come every week, Right. and we were like the, building repertoire, just for having fun. And we're like, wow, we could really do this. So, we Steve and I have had several bands over the years. We sort of started, I guess, with a rockish rock band, and then um, we had a saxophone player and two drummers at one point, and. And then a conga player, a lot of different instrumentation. And then we've evolved over the years. We were part of a country project um, with a man named Tony O up in New Jersey, amazing bass player um, called the Red River Boys. And we made a CD with him. It was his thing, but we contributed. Yeah. we had several bands over the years. There was the Sheriff's Band for a yeah. while. <laughs> it's hard to come up with a band name. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you run into that, right? I hear that a lot. So yeah. we would yeah. be like, oh, Madison yeah. Hotel was one of them. Um, we would, every with Madison Hotel, every week... It was everyone's homework to come with a new band name. Yeah. And we'd bat it around at practice, and then I'd end up vetoing it all because they were just silly after a while, like <laughs> giraffe uh, yeah, stuff. I, I don't know. I was like, what are you I've
0: always about? said, Sherris, that you just need to ask a heavy metal band to give you a band name, right? Am I right about that? Yep. They come up with some the, good Especially the, the heavier music, the the better they come up with the best they names. Do, they do, and they stick really do in your
2: head. Yeah, that's the trick. <laughs> they, you they, remember. they
0: are able to sort of put together words that yeah. I can't. Most most people, I don't know what it is. They put up great band names. They always do. So
2: well, we had the same thing with with Raising River Band. We kept knocking around names. You know, um, we had had a different singer for a bit before Heidi joined us. So then it was kind of a shift, and we wanted to start fresh and. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, boy, it was rough. And then one day our old one of our old baby bass players, he's like, "Hey, what about raising River band?" And we all stopped. It was like, "The room went by, uh-huh. like, "That's oh, not bad." That's <laughs> it. Like you just know when you yeah. hear it, yep. you yep. know. Yep. And our daughter's name is River. Okay. So it oh, takes cool. a village. That's yep. why. Like yeah. I wanted a nature word involved in the title, but I wanted it to be strong. You know, not like a flower or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And same for my daughter's name. I wanted to give her a nature word that was a strong word. And the fact that she could be integrated into the name, and and we all were like all those guys were her uncles, you know, and Heidi yeah. was her auntie, and we were just all raising her mm. together, and she'd be right in the middle of practice every week in the living room, you know. And, Oh, I see it it the raising river. Yeah, We're raising awesome. her together. Yeah. It takes a village, right? Yep. So yeah, um, great... she's been very much a part of the whole band thing her whole life. That's
0: a great story for the name too. Fills in the blanks, James. really, right? I'm yeah, for sure. That's yes. why
2: it's called the Raising River Band.
0: Um, curious. Okay, so you had you had Raising River in New Jersey for many many years. Mm-hmm. You and have been together for quite a few. Yeah. We all got to the horrible doorstop of COVID. Mm. What did you guys do through that period? How were you sort of filling in the blanks? Were you? I know you were working. I get that, but yeah. musically, were you doing stuff online? Were you? How did you handle that?
2: We didn't do anything online, really? personally. Uh, like as a band, um, one of our our, our fiddle player, uh, Kevin McAndrews, he got really strong on his own like channel. Yeah, and he's still to this day. Um, it's Numb the Geek is his like channel, or his channel, or whatever, what is it on the platform? It'll come to me what the platform is, but um, anyway, we didn't really do anything but keep rehearsing. Right. We just hunkered down and like kept working on new material, and everyone would still come rehearse at our house. Actually, we took a break for a while, and we let it be up to everyone who wanted to come or didn't, and at first, everyone kind of just didn't. But then after a while, we really missed each other and that together. And yeah, you know, we yeah. all felt yeah. that, right? And we're like, can we just rehearse? We'll <laughs> be a pod, you know? <laughs> and so we we did rehearse. And then gradually, like, we took outside gigs, mm-hmm. you know? And we played um, at a blueberry festival yeah, on a yeah. big open stage. And that was so fun to be out again, you know? And so we, we generally like to take festival kind of day gigs as opposed to night. Venues, mm-hmm. you right. know, having river and also, we just sort of all agreed we we we, we kind of are more wanting to do festival sort of settings than than ven than like bars, yeah. and late right. night stuff. Sure, and I totally. So, agree. Festivals
1: are a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. So yeah. we've done a few of those.
0: That's very cool. Mm-hmm. You've got a fantastic looking guitar sitting over there behind you. I don't know if we could sweet talk you and doing a few songs with us. Would you be willing to do that? Sure. Yeah, I sure could. I'm going to get Polly. If you don't mind to help her kind of get set up. Sure, sure. I know you're good at that kind of stuff. Can, um, can I ahead. tell you
2: about one other thing? Yes. yes. Of course. Um, we kind of skipped a little bit. We just moved on. Um, and there was one other band in there that I want to tell you about. Yeah, let's hear about <laughs> it. Please do. Um, so it was also with Rebecca, but, um, And and even Shane and so it was three of the members from Kashmir, but we kind of morphed into a new band called Wild Reverence. Okay. And Wild Reverence, a new singer joined us. So we had three really strong front singers and we did crazy three part harmonies again, kind of more, more folk rock than classic rock. You know, we do all sorts of genres, but with a folky harmony kind of vibe. And um, Wild Reverence had quite a following out in Monterey area in California. That's so cool. That was sort of in between Kashmir and when I came out here to just to go solo.
0: That's great. And you guys had like three CDs together or something like that, didn't you? Or something Wild two Reference,
2: or three. Wild Reverence, we made one CD one, together, one, okay, and it's gotcha. called Wild Reverence. Uh, and that one yeah. is um, yeah, it, that is actually online and out. It's still there in available, the world. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 You so can definitely do that. It's a good one.
0: Cool deal. And, you know, the, the band I'm going to go see on Saturday night. The Iron Maidens is from that area too. I don't know if you ever crossed paths with them at all or not. That
2: sounds familiar. The they, Iron Maidens. The
0: Iron Maidens. Yeah, they sure. were. They're. They're a cover band for Female obviously Iron Maiden, Maiden um, but they're really amazing. They are good. They are. are they, they women. Are, yes. yes. They're oh, all women. I get it. Oh, cool.
4: they're they
0: all women. They are very. good. And uh, yeah, they're. Awesome. They're fabulous and they've had a few lineup changes over the years um yeah. you know uh, some of the, the the members have come and gone but mm-hmm. boy wow they are they're really cool That's i just awesome. wondered maybe if you'd ever seen them out that way or not i
2: haven't but um like with our cashmere we did our guitar player was amazing she could do zeppelin note for note hendrix like we right rocked it <laughs> right it was crazy it That's was really cool. fun
0: that is cool yeah all right we'll I'll give you a chance to put your guitar on there that'd be great Ryan, man, we're lucky, brother. We always got front row seats for some of the best music around, man. You know that?
3: It is. It's hopefully feet stomping and hand
0: hand clapping time. Yeah, man, I love it. This is one of my favorite parts for sure. (laughs) I think that 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 instrument mic is probably turned off, Polly. I don't know if you have. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna get her so. Got to move some things around so she can have some room to play in my dining room. I love AKA it. A.K.A. our Homestead Studios. Yes, sir. Yeah. great. The cafe. <laughs> um,
2: I like all styles of music pretty much. Yeah, that sounds good. Feels good. Um, I've been racking my brain because I, I kind of write all styles, yeah. too, or a lot of styles. Not all styles, but um, so um, I chose a song. I'm still on the fence. Which one to play for <laughs> you? I want to I show my diversity. To you okay. guys, so like I think I'll start with a slow song and then I'll do a more upbeat one. Second. There you go. Okay? You do
0: whatever you want to do. Here, here she is, everybody.
2: All right, this one's called "Spin Round," and it's a song I recorded both with Raising River Band and solo. So I'll be releasing probably both versions. Cool. They're a little different. Imagine walking by the river in the evening. I've been looking and searching for so many years For a place to settle my soul I think that I had found it and then I didn't know That I still didn't feel home But if I Hear a love song on a Saturday night Then I know it'll all be alright i hold my honey, my baby Spin round that dance floor And my heart will feel restless no more when I went out walking by the river On a lonesome night when up ahead I saw a shimmer shimmering light I felt a sudden sense of wonder and then I didn't know I'd go out dancing and it'd all be alright cause if I hear a love song on a Saturday night then I know it'll all be alright Hold my honey My baby Spin round that dance floor Then my heart Will feel restless No more They say the river Is holy And the water Is chilly And white But as I watch The river roll by Slowly I feel the calming And feel the soft smile Cause if I hear a love song On a Saturday night Then I know it'll all be alright I hold my honey My baby spin round that dance floor then my heart will feel restless no more. And then my heart will feel peaceful once more.
0: Alright. Yes. Sharon swirly everybody, how about that? That was fabulous. Thank Excellent. You. That was beautiful. fabulous. Fantastic. That was what a beautiful song.
2: Thank you. Oh
0: my I, gosh!
2: I I hope you can hear it one day with all the full instrumentation. Yeah. It's so fun for <laughs> harmonies.
0: You know, shares why you were singing that, and I, you know, I'm, I'm going to bounce off a, a few ideas to you. I mean, I, or not any ideas, but just thoughts. Yeah. You um, that has a feel, Paulie, and, and see if you feel the same. But that has a feel of a couple of things to me. I feel a little bit of classic country in that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But while you're singing it, I'm also thinking you could put that. Those lyrics to a bluegrass tune. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, it's got kind of a waltz kind of feel to yeah, it. A yeah, little yeah. bit. I, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. I, mean, I hope I'm making sense. Ryan, what would you think? <laughs> did you feel anything like that in that?
3: I, I, I was kind of mesmerized. I, I was, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but it's I, a beautiful I do, song. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I know what you're getting at.
0: Yeah. I love the tempo and what you did with it. I'm not saying change that, but I'm just saying
1: you could. That almost has that feel of a of a. Bluegrass like, too. like you could double yeah. time it with some mandolin yes. chops. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That's of. why I say, when you hear, I'll, I'll have yeah. to share. Well, I'm going to be releasing it soon. Uh, you can hear, it, like, it's we play it with all bluegrass instruments. Okay. So it, that fills out, you know, right. those with the
0: yeah. steel and the mando, yeah. and
2: it's very classic. And
0: that's one of your newer ones. Yeah. Very that's, cool. Yeah. Is it? based on an experience that you had, or what, how did it come no, from? No,
2: actually, that one, I was really kind of, I was like, you know what, I'm going to write a song about somebody I don't even know. I'm going to make somebody up. And okay. let me think about what, what would she be doing, and where, what's she feeling. And I'm going to imagine her walking down a path by the river and spotting a nightclub down the way and going, oh, you know, kind of feeling a little yeah. down. And then, you know, like, so I sort of thought up a little story, and then I made it into a song. Because I, cool. I hadn't really taken that approach in a while, and I was like, I want to write a song, and you know, with a different twist or in a different way, and right. so that was sort of a challenge I gave to myself, and it worked out.
0: It, it, it's a great song, <laughs> it sure is. Before we take on your next one. A lot of folks uh, get a little techie or geeky, if you want to call it that. Tell us about that guitar you have. It's a beautiful guitar. It's a guild, is that right? It
2: is a guild. It is my pride and joy. Um, I don't know what kind it is, though. That's okay. You've had (laughs) Uh, it for a while, I guess? I have. It was a gift from my dear friends, from my music community in New Jersey, because I had a a funky Fender that I'd worn out, (laughs) and they're like, you know, you really need a guitar that matches your voice. You need a better instrument. (laughs) And I was like, I know, but I can't afford it, and yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not right now ready to go buy a big fancy guitar. And they're like, Well, we're all going to pitch in, and my dear wonderful friends, my the people I, from my open mic that I would just you know sing with and have. House parties, we'd just all go and jam together. They were just like, You need a better guitar. We're all going to pitch it. Nice. So it was really a wonderful thing and um, that I have this instrument. And Rebecca and Steve went with me to New York City. We went to Mandolin Brothers mm-hmm. yeah. and bought it. Like I heard that's the best gu- guitar store everywhere or anywhere. Yeah. Right. And uh, Rebecca is very picky, as is Steve. So they both, I said, You guys help me, please. And they both played it and played it and decided this was the best one.
0: One of the things I think I've learned on the show more than anything, I guess I, I heard of people talk about it, but I never paid any attention. But, Ryan, you can agree with this. I think people bring in these guitars. Every guitar has its own personality, for sure, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They really do. Yep. Yes. Different, I mean, different yeah.
3: sounds. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Some Fullness, that boom and growl, yes. and some are more, you know, like I have, the Fender that I have is more lighthearted and yep. sort of soft. Mm-hmm. You know, Right, Polly? Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, especially got acoustic got a very, stuff, it's got a, right?
1: It's got a nice mid-range sound to it. It does. It complements it. Compliments your voice very well, and it's you're right, it is is the perfect fit. Yeah, you it did. You picked the right
0: voice, guitar. Yeah. Yep. yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, what's yeah. up? What, what you got next? Tell us it's, something.
4: Um,
2: it's mm. just it can be kind of loud when I get yeah, going. I tell like you.
0: that too. That's all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is a, a uh, you mentioned bluegrass, and we actually haven't really said that word until you oh, brought yeah. it up, but yeah. I would call Raising River Band a bluegrass cool, okay. leaning. Americana band. <laughs>
4: nice, nice. I like
2: <laughs> because it. Because we have bluegrass instruments, but we play all genres of music. Okay. So that's why I say that. We're not like pure bluegrass. That's not what we play. Understood. But we play it with that vibe. Right. You know? Okay. So this one, I actually wrote. Um, this isn't the one I was going to do. i really like, <laughs> which one? I only get two songs. Um, I wrote this. Because I hadn't written a bluegrass song yet. Okay. And I wanted, again, I wanted to challenge myself. Like, I'm, I'm into this kind of music, but I've never really written that kind of vibe of a song. And Steve and I went, can I tell a little backstory? Yeah, yeah. please. yes. We went to this bluegrass festival. And we had only been there one year before. And we knew we wanted to go back. We had a great time. It's called Hickory Fest. It's up in in um, Wellsboro, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And uh, we are you know, desperate to get out of town on a Friday night to try to get to, It's a long six hour drive. And of course it's, it's, we got a late start and then it's raining and it's dark and it's like, you know, there's this back road and everyone kept saying the year before, don't ever go on Rattler Road. Don't go on Rattler road. Like go around the other way. And so we went all this long, elaborate way to avoid this road called Rattler Road. And we, we could see, you know, when you can see the checkered flag on your GPS, <laughs> like we were that close. <laughs> and I had a Prius at the time, electric guitar, electric car, not guitar. And we're barreling along. We're almost there. And uh, come to stop, there's this huge river across the road. And no, I was no. not going to drive my electric car across a river. <laughs> sure. but, yep. So we had to go on Rattler Road. We had to turn around and go all the way around and back, still driving the pouring rain. And it was like... I had the best time in Rattler Road. I don't know why everyone said don't go. It was great. But Steve was like a little grouchy because he just wanted to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, the next morning I wrote this song about our adventures with Rattler Road. It's called Rattler
0: Road. (laughs) Very cool. Looking forward to it. Here we go,
2: folks. That's the story. On and on for miles. Hard to say how long to wear off. the Road, spooky tree. Them nothing to do but to stay on rather road. The other side but it's worth the ride on oh, rather oh, it's worth the ride
4: That nice. is
0: how it's done, everybody. <laughs> Holy smokes, awesome. man. Wow, that was so cool. And I've got to go find Rattler Road, right? And, uh, uh, you just yeah. Drive I, yeah. It, right? I'm just gonna <laughs> jump on my motorcycle or something and go find that <laughs> Rattler Road <laughs> and ride back. around. Yeah, man. That is so cool. Thank you wow. so much for that. Yeah, okay. Man, those and those are those are new releases for you coming up?
2: To be honest, um, Spin Round is recorded, but Rattler Road, I don't have one quite yet.
0: Okay, but down the road, I, maybe. I
2: have one that it, yeah, it's almost there. It it needs a line, and then it'll be done. Yeah. I recorded it, but I it's not finished quite yet.
0: Wow, sheriff that, that was that's some what? fine songwriting right Thank there. You. I'm gonna very, Polly, I know you 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 songwriting, do all kinds of things. What's your response to that? that's awesome, all right?
1: Those, I like the driving rhythm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the, I'm a big fan of. The kind of chords she was doing, I call them airy chords. Like when you mm-hmm. bring them down and then you move them up the neck, yeah. they kind of have a bit of chimey kind of feel to them. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't know, I don't know what exactly chords you were playing there, yeah, but I didn't I get them. don't it.
2: either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but that's okay. That's okay. I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> but that's, I, I like that kind of driving rhythm with those kind of chords. It goes well together and then yeah. everything kind of comes together at the chorus. That's yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Cool. Very
2: nice. I, a lot of my originals have sort of a, a driving rhythm, I'd say. Like, um, yeah, like, you know, Indigo Girls and stuff, you know how they kind of both have a different vibe, but when they mesh, it, it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, sometimes I, I want to sing kind of soft, you know, Joni e. Mitchell kind of, but it's still energetic. Yeah. It's interesting yep. to blend, blend those vibes together. Wow. So.
0: I know, Ryan, you and I a lot of times after shows or texting or whatever, like, that was really good. You didn't yeah. talk about <laughs> the previous kid. That was really good, right, Ryan? Yes, it
3: was. It was fantastic. Thanks, oh, you. man. Yeah. Great contrast, too, with the slow song. <laughs> yeah. Then That's, the more upbeat song. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. It's a great way to capture an audience. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm how,
2: um, glad I picked the right one. Of yeah. course.
3: <laughs> how, how can our great listeners find you? Share us?
2: Ah, yes. Well, I have a website, sharismusic.com. It's S H A R I S, like sh- like Paris or like Sharon with I S, Sharis. Yeah. Um, so it's just share, I just go by my first name with my music world, sharismusic.com. Okay. And um you can if you want me to maybe play at your house party or at your venue or you think there's a setting that yeah. I would fit well in. Please call me. My number's on there and my email. Um, I'm also on um, Facebook. I have a sheriff's Music. It's sheriffs Dash Music or underscore, I guess, music. Okay. Um, so that's that. And then I have a YouTube channel as well. I only have a few videos up. I don't really know why. I need, I'm about to put up a bunch more. I've got plenty, but I've been making more at home, and I'm trying to kind of generate more video of me solo because I've been so band oriented for a mm-hmm. few years, but um, f- as far as the Raising River band, we have a extensive YouTube channel as well. If you put in Raising River band, it'll come up. There's some numbers after it, but it doesn't really matter. Um, and we have all kinds of videos of us playing with the full, you know, yeah, band. Yep. So you get to really hear some of these songs. Even are I think are on there where you could hear them fully gotcha. In- nice. instrumentated.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Wow.
2: So. And and then yeah, like I said, the Raising River Band has a YouTube channel as well as I do.
0: Very cool. What does what does twenty twenty four look for shares music and also for Raising River? What you you got dates coming up? You got are you, are you booking now? How's that working?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm booking now. Um, unfortunately, I don't have any dates right now to okay. share, but um, I'm looking to play solo in the area. I'd really like to be playing out way more, um, and I'm open to all kinds of settings. You know, I've, sometimes my mom's actually lives in a senior residence and I was thinking, I'd like to play for some folks who are, you know, living in a house somewhere and never get out, you know, like, right. oh, like yeah. where I have harmony and, or I, I like different settings is what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But I'm, I'm open. I love coffee house. I love it where people are listening. You guys are so <laughs> attentive. It's so fun <laughs> to sing where people are listening. Yeah. Or, Um, But, you know, you listen in a bar too, but it's more background music and it's just fun to be able to share my music in any kind of setting. So I love playing house concerts um, or any kind of special events. I just love a fun event. So, I can't. I can think of too many things around where
0: she couldn't play.
1: Yeah, not at all. Yeah. I feel yeah. like very, very you. i versatile. Yeah, could fit I mean, in a lot yeah. of settings. Well, there's a lot of places in in town I know. Just uh, speaking from experience, that I mean, it's like a one or two person area because they don't really have much more space. Right. So you get a little PA in the corner, and you gotta mm-hmm. you know sit there on a little chair or stool or whatever, and you're. I mean, and that's and that's it. Uh, it's it's tougher for bands nowadays mm-hmm. because, like I said, places just don't have the room. Yeah, but if you're either. a solo, single, or duo. Got it made. Yeah. Well,
2: sometimes Steve and I play as a duo because we have, you know, that history and we have all that material. So that's also an option. Like it could be me solo or it could be a duo if they're looking for that. And like I said, I'm also looking for a singing fiddle player and a bass player. (laughs) Anyone's out there um, that we'd love to, you know, make a bigger project. We found Joe and we found um, a, a local banjo guy. Um also, our buddies in New Jersey will come down and play and join us anytime, so even though we're separate we're still we're still here, yeah and we're just going through a bit of a morph but um we are definitely i, I you ask me i I'd like to be playing a lot more in this area um being still new to it, I'm still learning yeah. all these places are and you know, um, I need a babysitter. Anyone want a babysitter? <laughs> want a so I can get out and go and go to some open mics and no, stuff. But we have cur- played at the Troubadour too in this area. Cool.
1: You, where are you you based out of?
2: Um, we live in Jarrettstown. Okay. Yeah. So, well,
1: so Shepherd, Shepherdstown so, is nearby. Jarrettstown,
2: yeah. um, Inwood, you know, right. okay. Martinsburg, I guess. But we're sort of like almost exactly between right. Winchester and Martinsburg. So this whole region. Yeah. But I mean I I will I have guitar we'll travel. Like I'll <laughs> go to Fredericks, you know, or wherever. Yeah. Virginia, Maryland. It seems like there's a lot of places around here, but I just don't know where they all are. So if they want to find me, come find me yeah I'd love to play for you and sing yeah, for you, for sure it's super
3: fun. well, hopefully this platform can help you too yes, find some spots because there love are that. I mean there are plenty on our menu plenty that we don't mention here that I think you would fit mm-hmm. Great. or you and Steve like like yeah. Paulie had mentioned perfectly yeah, yeah. Well,
2: please let me know let me know um i I want to show tell you one other place where you, please. you can yes. sort of yep. find me yep um because Valentine's Day and everything my favorite holiday one of my favorites I love to celebrate love that's cool um I submitted some songs to a, to a, a podcast and uh, they chose me to be on it. So I want to plug that. It's called Women of Substance um, and it's a radio show. It's, it's a, no, it's not a radio show. Women of Substance Music Podcast and it's on Spotify and it was created by Bree Noble and she has a series. And so the episode that I'm in is number one, five, five, five. All right. It's about forty-five or fifty minutes of songs of um, singer-songwriters of all different styles, and it's a podcast that she keeps like each week. There's another one, so I'm my song's going to be featured in a couple of them. But ones come out so far, very cool. Episode one five five five. That's so right. If you want to find it? It's on Spotify.
3: Fantastic. Sounds like a good
0: thing for sure. Mm-hmm. That that's a call out to all you cafe heads out there. Everybody that joins us every week, we are so thankful for you for doing that. But now you got homework because, yeah. you, go you know, uh, I remind everybody to follow the show. We got to continue to promote our own show. And mm-hmm. I want to make sure we do that. But these, these get, you know, like, like the sheriffs, and we had Stellar Ride here recently. We had Petty Thieves. Um, when you're out having a, a wine somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe you stop by a brewery to have one of their beers and you're chatting up, you know, the bartender or something, whip out your phone. And give them a sample of Sheriffs or give them a sample of of Mission Road or or any of these people that we're having on here. Because that's what this show is all about, is about connections Mm -hmm. and sort of helping with new platforms, folks. So I know everybody just listened to her on the show, loves her, knows she would work. Mm -hmm. So just get out there and help promote her a little bit. Do do somebody a favor, right? We can do that. That's right. That's what we should be doing anyway. And I think people Mm -hmm. are, but I just want to remind you, right? Yeah. That's right. What do we miss? Sherry, Spread the love. Sherry. What do we miss?
2: Um, my email. Great, Can yeah, I shamelessly that? tell you how to find me? Really, just my name is Sherris at sherrismusic dot So That's it's cool. There easy you to go. find me. And uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I'm just really grateful to to have you guys interested in my story, and you yeah. such great listeners. And uh, I'm so glad to be able to share because um, I really feel like I'm on the edge of releasing. All this music I've been sitting on all these years, and I'm kicking myself for doing that because I want to share. That's what it's there for. It's, you know, we make it musicians, we make these treasures to share. Yes. So um, please look out for me in the world, and I will post some this links and things on my on my Facebook yeah. and my my page and post. send them
0: to us too. Okay. Paulie and I keep in, in connection for that very reason. That's so I know great. what's going on with his band. Yep. Yep. Please make sure that you send that stuff to us so we can get it out there. Okay. You know, we want to help you with this push too. You know awesome. We need more sheriffs out there. That's Thank what we you. need. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> and Steve, I shouldn't say Steve, yeah, sorry about that Steve brother. You, Steve you Steve. gotta Reezy be out River there band. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Paulie, what I missed, brother. Anything, you got anything?
1: Uh let's see. Um I think we covered everything. We have got contact information. We've got uh, you know things that are coming up. We've got uh, you know the band. Uh, I think that's pretty good.
0: Now, Ryan, you're my sidekick, brother. You always keep me in line. Did we miss anything? That's good Question, brother. Well, we got to do that. Yeah, yes. that's true. We definitely got to do a trivia question. That's true. That's true. But uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. I want to make sure that sheriffs, we thank you one more time for being here. Please yes, stay in touch, and we'll, and we'll down the road. We'll, we'll definitely you. get you back on couple things. I want to make sure that well, let's do the let's do the trivia question. I get that out of the way. Um, the question once again was, what was Rolling Stone magazine's choice for the number one album of all time? And again, I mentioned this has actually changed in the course of, of the last 10 or 12 years, but it is Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Ah. Okay, and yeah, I, I can buy that, Paulie. I can. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the obviously the title song is is very yep. popular. "Mercy, Mercy Me" mm-hmm. was on that album, okay. right? You know, right on. It was a album that came out in a very pivotal time. Yep. Uh, in In our country's history, you know, a lot of civil rights issues, Vietnam was going on, so there was a lot that that album said for the black community at that time, and it was in a format that all, all people were buying right. white people were listening to Marvin Gaye as much yep. as, 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 blacks or anyone else. And so it was one of those, um, crossover kind of albums and it was very, very important. So I get it. I do. Mm-hmm. I, do. I don't know that I would would have picked that, mm-hmm. but I can get it. You I know, would say so, top
1: 10 for sure. But. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. But yeah, they got that as, and so, you know, congratulations to Marvin Gaye who we lost way, way too soon because it's mm-hmm. hard to tell what sort of music we would have had from him had he right. not right. been murdered. But, uh, but oh, wow, so very cool on that. On that, And uh, you guys, again, I don't own any rights to that, so make sure you uh, use that at your local cookout, and you can uh, impress all your people and all your friends with that, too. So, <laughs> Anyway, that's all I got, everybody, as far as I know. I want to give a shout-out to Chris Gray, who does our production. We appreciate Chris so much. Thank you, Chris, for making us sound good each and every week. And I also want to remind everybody that as you go out tomorrow night and celebrate uh, that beautiful, wonderful um, celebration called uh, what is it? Valentine's uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> there we go. I'm trying to get this thing to work. Uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Got to play some Sam Cooke, everybody, you know? Yeah. Right? This was supposed to happen in the beginning yeah. of the show, but it didn't. Yeah. Someone yeah. do it at the end. Again, thank you. When you're, so you're driving tomorrow night, put this you're song on and brother. sing it to your girlfriend, to your wife, whoever. I guarantee you it will make a difference in your evening, I promise. Just while you're driving, stay out of that damn left lane, everybody. You can't drive over there. Drive in the right lane and put your arm around your girl and enjoy the drive and You'll have a great time on Valentine's Day. Once again, folks, we appreciate you joining us. And please tune in next week as we have another Musicians Cafe. And until we meet again, peace.